So you've reached the age of zero energy, zero sex drive, and zero weight loss, and you wake up every morning with aches and pains. You're not alone. There is help with Nava Health. Nava Health's technology-driven approach goes beyond symptoms to find the root cause. Nava medical experts will create a customized plan to help you feel your best at every age. Visit navacenter.com forward slash POD to learn more or call 855-680-6282 today. Don't put off feeling as good as you can. Call 855-680-6282. Results may vary. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, so everybody knows that when I was a kid, I was a little strange. I liked my toys, my action figures specifically, to be dressed in such a way that they could go do mundane tasks, like go do laundry, go to McDonald's, go shop for groceries, things like that. Well, as a result, figures like Rambo, who didn't have a shirt on, couldn't do those sorts of things because, as we all know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. In 1987... Hasbro gave me the action figure of my dreams. This was a guy that was dressed like a regular Joe, no pun intended, with the possible exception of the fact that he carried uh, a weapon on his on his on his uh, leg. But other than that, uh, he he could go anywhere that he wanted to, except maybe a five star restaurant, because he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, which I loved Hawaiian shirts as a kid, and I love Hawaiian shirts now. And he was wearing like you know just green pants and black boots, so he could go anywhere. I loved this guy. Nobody else thought this guy was cool except me. I loved this guy. So time goes by. I had one as a kid, lost him in in the transition to adulthood. Uh, Several years ago, I go to the uh, G.I. Joe convention, which happened to be held here in the Dallas area. And I'm looking for this character. And I finally find one. And right as I go to pick it up, a woman grabs it. She says, nope, I'm buying this. Like, okay. She goes, I have have, uh, 300 of these at home. Every time I see one, I have to buy it. Like, well, could you maybe let me have... Nope, sorry. This is mine. That's when I learned that some collectors are jerks. But that's, that's okay, because I found one at the next table before she got there and, and, and bought it. Got one. I've got it. It's, it's in good shape. It's on my shelf at home. The figure I'm talking about is Chuckles from Series 6 of G.I. Joe. And that is why I'm here talking toys. Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello, and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff, and it's time to talk G.I. Joe again, so you know what that means. We have a very, very special guest. We're joined by Mr. Dan Zare of Coffee with Kenobi. Dan, say hello to everyone out there in, in podcast land. 
Hello, friends, Yo, Joe, and Cobra, and all that great stuff. It is wonderful to be back. I'm telling you, every time I get that text from Jeff, now I get a lot of text from Jeff, fortunately for me. But when I see, hey, it's time to talk G.I. Joe again, I am there. Although this line may have stretched the limits of credulity for me, but we'll see. Mm. Now, you you did say that you uh, you had a story about this being the end of your of your childhood. Would you like to share that with us now? You know, I think I'm going to let that sort of marinate because uh, I have a feeling it's going to come out uh, as we talk. And undoubtedly, as as Taylor shares his uh, favorites and then you and I both grow. OK, <laughs> gotcha. He, he's not wrong, folks. He's not wrong. So, OK, so a series six. Uh, this is going to confuse me from here on out, folks. Series six came out in 1987. So we had a discussion before we started. And by we had a discussion, I mean, I made a made a pronouncement and Taylor groused about it. But uh, <laughs> this 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 line, according to Yojo.com, this wave included the Battle Force 2000 figures. But most of those didn't actually come out until 1988. So we're going to give Battle Force 2000 its own show. I thought that would be a good way to appease Taylor, but he he, he just can't be he, he can't be satisfied, folks. There's no pleasing this guy. No. Insatiable. Yes. When it comes to toys, he, he really is. Um, he wants <laughs> he, he wants his Zoomer boomers. Wants what what he wants when he wants it. That sounds like adult diapers. Yes. <laughs> Zoomer you, boomers. Well, cars. if you listen to the show before, you know of the story about the Zoomer boomers. That was a toy that my brother was obsessed with when he was a kid. But um, more about that uh, at another time. But but Taylor, uh, hopefully just uh, we, we can do Battle Force 2000 at some point in the near future. We won't subject Dan to that one since he didn't even know what we were talking about. Uh, but suffice yeah, to say, it's as no. close to Mega Force figures as we ever actually got. Right. And mm. and if we talk about in the near future, it'll work out because these figures are actually from the near future. Well, back in 1987. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Battle Force 2000 now that we're in 2023. So we'll, we'll get to them. I'm going to say maybe sometime this year. I will okay. I will I will make that there. So uh, so series six, we had two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17 carded figures. We had, uh, well, I guess uh, 19 if you consider the uh, the uh, Cobra Law team, uh, and I guess 21 if you consider Sergeant Slaughter's Renegades, or 22. I can't do math. Right. Uh, and we had a couple of mail-aways, uh, be, those being uh, the Refrigerator William, the Refrigerator Perry, and a Steel Brigade figure, which I'm not familiar with. I'm hoping Taylor can shed some light on that. Yes. And then when it comes to vehicles, we had a ton of vehicles. We had... 14 vehicles and then we had some motorized action packs which i don't really consider vehicles uh but we'll talk a little bit about those and then of course we had the battle force 2000 vehicles which we won't talk about then we had two more dreadnought vehicles as well so we had a total of 20 20 vehicles in this line no 16 mm -hmm. vehicles in this line that we're going to talk about today i told you folks math is not my strong suit that's why i went into acting so <laughs> this was uh, probably the nearing the end of my massive collecting of, of the Joes. Uh, Taylor, I have a feeling that you kept going or, or is it the same for you? Yes. Was, was wave, was this the last one that you really gathered a lot from? No, no, no. I was continuing on for a couple of years after this. Okay. Well, when we get to the but next I wave, there's only a couple of that I, that I had from that wave. So when we get to that one, that'll be interesting. Okay. 
but but you but you had quite a few from this one as well yes i did yeah i had quite a few from uh from this wave and there were there were a few that i like coveted out of this wave that i could never could find but um this was kind of a a wave of figures where i even had a lot of hand-me-downs from neighbors that were getting rid of figures and i was able to get some of this wave from them and complete and like like really really got to got to to have some fun with them um there's uh there's some cool ones in here i think and then there's some that are just like yeah oh as always yeah as always some some swings and misses here dan how about you How, how much of this wave did you collect when you were a kid uh, well, again, I want to say thanks for having me on. Uh, um, do you know, like, uh, when you get like a um, a really nasty cut on like your finger or something, and every time you bend your finger, it opens up. Happens at least once a week to me. That's what looking at. Yeah, well, that's what happened uh, as I prepared for this particular oh, no. show. Because this was the beginning of the end for me. As as I look through this list. I think, and then before I knew, I think I had four of these. That was it. That's all I could possibly handle. This line uh, kind of breaks my heart uh, because as much as I love G.I. Joe, and you both know it's my favorite action figure line of anything ever, this was a line that that put a fork in it for me. It's not unlike when Michael Jordan came out of retirement and played for the Washington Wizards. Sorry, I just twitched a little. Uh, <laughs> I just can't really think about that because to me, you know, Michael Jordan is a Chicago Bull who won six championships and G.I. Joe is from 1982 to 1986. And the rest of it, I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, there, There's, um, I even despise some of this line more than I do a Disney Plus's Loki series. Oh, and that's oh wow. I didn't realize you had such strong uh, uh, anger about the Loki series. We'll have to talk about that off mic. N- yeah, not anger, more like, um, well, yeah, that's mm. another show. So w- yeah. what is it about this wave that just didn't work for you and st- apparently still doesn't? Yeah. Well, okay, so even coming up with my list, I struggled, and I'm sure we'll get into that as we go through our list. But what I've always liked about G.I. Joe is that there's still like an ounce of realism sprinkled in with the fa- with the fantasy elements, right? And But with this line, you know, as you look across the board, you you start to get into cartoony stuff, like stuff that doesn't feel realistic in any way, shape or form. And it just seems like I don't know if they were dipping into, you know, the drugs or what's going on here, because just some of these things just don't look like my G.I. Joe. And I understand I sound like some cranky fanboy and I'm comfortable with that. When you're not quite yelling at clouds yet. Cause I'm glad that other people like it. So you're not What's quite that? yelling at clouds yet. No, as far as you know, that's why the camera's <laughs> off. But, but yeah, the challenge is just that some of these just don't look like they look like spacey generic Fisher price ones that no one ever purchased. Mm. I, I just, hopefully I'll be a little more eloquent as time goes on, but they just don't feel like the realistic, uh, Larry Hama driven GI Joe, which is ironic because one of the figures is supposed to look like Larry Hama. I see. Yeah, I don't know. And 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 every single vehicle, I I just I can't yeah. I can't I just they they're not GI Joe to me. Hashtag not my GI <laughs> Joe. There's there's and, two out of this line for me that just that kind of I think fall into that, but the others I think were okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, 
we, we talked about this last uh, on the last show that Taylor and I recorded when we were talking about the mask uh, split seconds line. G.I. Joe took a long time mm-hmm. to jump the shark. I'm not ready to say that this is where they jumped the mm-hmm. shark, but I am going to say this is where they were going up the ramp on the skis. Oh, well, Cobra Live, that isn't jumping the shark. I don't well, know and, and, and that is. They, they were in midair when that happened. And, I'll, and I, as we go through, I'll tell you why I don't feel like this is a complete shark jump moment because there is so much to like about this wave for me uh, and, and Taylor, too, apparently. But uh, you guys probably both know, which figure was it that was based on Larry Hama's appearance? Was that Tunnel Rat? It's Tunnel Rat. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I I always forget about that. That's very cool. So, uh, okay, so I I had a bunch of these figures. I don't think I had any of the vehicles. Uh, Did either one of you have any of these vehicles? Uh, Dan, did you have any of these or did you just skip it all together? I, I had none of the vehicles. In fact, I didn't even recognize any of them. That's that's how helpful the hypnotism was. Even the Defiant? Uh, even the Defiant. Yeah, I just, I never, I don't even remember that. Wow. I remember hearing you both talk about yeah. it on, is it a vehicle versus is it a play set? Uh, I actually have fun memories listening to you all talk <laughs> about that. But no, I, I don't remember it in the least. I remember a handful of the figures. And some of them, I literally had to click on the Yojo images and completely refresh myself because none of them rang a bell at all. And which tells me how little they impacted me, which is, it makes me sad. I take no joy in not liking uh, the majority of this line. Believe me. I, Cause GI Joe's. Well, and this was, this was an attempt to sort of refresh the line. This was the first line or the first wave that came out after the movie GI Joe, the movie, which is why you have Falcon mm-hmm. and Jinx in this line because they were introduced there. Mm-hmm. And I believe tunnel ride was introduced in that movie as well. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. I don't. I kind of put that movie out of my mind too because of the Incorporated Commander turns to an actual right. snake. Yeah, the, the movie is. I mean, what more do I need? Yeah, the movie's to say? not great. Now, really? now Taylor, uh, you're gonna have a difference of opinion here because Taylor, you love Cobra Law, don't you? Uh, no, I think they're okay. Um, but <laughs> like you know, when what? when I go back, like the the whole, it's like the idea. Like I love the the genetic aspect of what Cobra is wanting to do. However like even like i like serpentor and i think that's like kind of the 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 height of really going into the genetic sort of thing but cobra law to me does jump the shark it goes a little too far though i do like one of the character out of the cobra law series i like one of them's design quite a bit but not for like a gi joe design that makes sense yeah i'm glad to hear you say that because to me it seems more almost like um, towards the limit of sectars are almost like some of the more eccentric masters of the universe yeah. figures. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 100%. So, so Dan, which of the figures did you have? Okay. So I think, <laughs> um, I think I know I had, um, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, hypno gypsy boy, crystal okay. ball. I had crystal ball. I had Falcon. Uh, I had, um, I believe I had Raptor. It's funny that we have Falcon uh, and pres- Raptor in the same line. And if you put the two side by side and said, which one of these is named Falcon? <laughs> yeah. I would go with Raptor. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And I had Outback. And I don't remember if I had Big Boa or my brother did. And I honestly can't remember if I had version three of Cobra Commander or not. I mean, again, these... The other ones I could tell you like where I was when I bought them, you know, the, but the others are just like, okay. Uh, 
They don't they'll probably never, and I don't remember if I had Tunnel Rat or not, but now that I know he's like Larry Hama, I wish I did. Well, and I, I had Tunnel Rat. Like I said, I didn't have any of the vehicles, but I had Tunnel Rat. I had the new version of Gung Ho. I had Law and Order. I had Outback. I had Sneak Peek. I had um, Fast Draw. And I had Chuckles. Your Chuckles story, that boggles. How uncool was right? that lady? Mm-hmm. I mean, my I know. gosh. And she, the woman had like, she said, oh, and I also had, of uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but the Battle Force 2000, I had Maverick as well. Um because I liked Top Gun and I thought it was supposed a, to be like Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, I thought it was Maverick. a Tom Cruise figure. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and she said she had like three hundred of them. And I was like, I don't, I just don't understand that. It's like the guy that was buying all the Ram Mans, and he was buying yeah. everyone's Ram Man because he wanted to corner the market. What in the world? That's <laughs> yeah. So this goofy. this woman though, I mean, like seriously. I can I, I can see wanting like every variant of something, or like me, I have several, like I have one. several Bosks and yeah. several. Uh, Han, best been Han Solo's because I carry one with me everywhere and then have one for display and then I have some that are put away. I get that. But just buying up every one you can yeah. get, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Isn't that one of the seven deadly yes. sins? I think so. It's action I figure mean, gluttony. Also, like, <laughs> action figure gluttony. Or AFG yes. for short. Uh, and so, Taylor, I, I shudder to ask, uh, which of these did you have? So I, I had Fastback, um, I had Crystal Ball, um, I had Crocmaster, I did have the Battle Wait, you had what? Did you say Fastback? Or uh, Fast Draw. You said Fatback. You were thinking yum, about yum. bacon. You mean Fast Draw? Fast Draw. Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, I thought I had missed one somewhere. <laughs> uh, Cobra Commander, um, and then on the next row, Psych Out, Law and Order, uh, and then... Out of the vehicles, I had, let's see, I know I had the Buzzbore, I had the Pogo Ballistic Ball, the Sea Ray, the Cobra mm. Wolf, and I think that was it. Oh, no, I also had motorized packs. I had of the Mountain Climber, I had the Radar Station, and I had the Rope Walker. Oh, and then I also had the Air Skiff from the Dreadnoughts. Holy this cow. is why I said I shudder to ask. <laughs> the, I, you know, I've never really, tr- and maybe it'll come up, but I've never truly looked at the Cobra Mamba until this moment. If not for the paint scheme, that would be a heck of a cool vehicle. But purple? Come yeah. On. It was Prince Fly. Is it from Minnesota? Well, no, <laughs> but it looks good with Tox- Toxo Vipers. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, I mean, who doesn't, <laughs> to be honest? Yeah, cool so the uh, uh, helicopter, I would have dug that. The rope walker looks like it could have been something along the lines of Sky Commanders. Is that kind of how that worked, Taylor? Kind of, yeah. Oh, it had like two sets of claws that would uh, rotate one in front of the other. So once you put out like a little uh, zip line, you could have it walk up the rope. And I mean, it would it would walk up a rope within reason, like like maybe a thirty degree incline so it wasn't like too crazy but it was it was kind of cool just and it fit a full-size feet i've i've remembered that i think maybe i've seen that one Uh, maybe do you still have it uh i've seen one somewhere i I thought maybe it was at your house okay i think of course you broke it well yeah i think i mean after all these years i inherited a, a bucket of them um now my joes that i had when i was a kid are all gone but I inherited another bucket of Joe's and a lot of them were things I had. And so um, some of them, my God, I was cleaning up and I mean, some just fell apart. Like as soon as you were trying to clean, cause they'd been out in a, a, a barn. So like I had like really dried out joints that were breaking and busting. And there's uh, lots of figures that I've been like, when I go to the Joe show, when I get to go, um, I go through the parts bin. Cause I have a list of, figure replacement parts and pieces I need. And folks, when he says he goes through the bin, he will get on his hands and knees and spend and I, like one time I, I told the story before we went to a toy store and after two hours I had to say, Taylor, I've got to go. I need to eat because he had been going through every single bin, going through every single item in every single bin. I miss that Jaden doesn't have those bins available anymore. I used to get so many parts. Where is this Joe convention? Is it in? It's in well, there, there is one that they have here. It's the uh, it's just like a local GI Joe collectors club, but there is every year oh, there is a. But it, is it worth me driving down uh, no. for? No, it's it's a small show. It's a good okay. local show, but it's a small show. Uh, it's literally like just vendors, and um, I don't. I'm not even sure they do any like. There's not ever any like celebrity signing or any like. I don't think there are any like. They uh, had, they had Larry Hama last year, and I was so mad because I was supposed to go. And uh, my kid, he threw some sort of fit. And I w- we were supposed to go. Oh, I remember what it was. Because we told him he wasn't buying any toys. And he threw a fit. And so my wife's like, you know, then you're not going to go. And so I was mad. And that was the year that not only Larry Hama was there, but Pixel Dan also showed up. So Larry Hama is actually going to be pretty close to my house in like what? two weeks. Like about 10 minutes away. So I'm wondering if I should go. Yes, yes. you should. And the convention I went to, there is a there's an annual G.I. Joe convention that goes to different places in the country. And several years ago, it just happened to be in Frisco, right down the street from where I live. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and, you know, I take that back. I said I didn't have any of the vehicles. I think I may have had the Coastal Defender. I just didn't know that's what it was because it's a box that folds out. And I probably thought it went with something else because it doesn't look like it's G.I. Joe. So uh, let's do that. All right, so so let's talk about these figures. Let's talk just about a few. Let's uh, 
let's talk about a few of the new figures and then the a few of the uh the the new versions of figures so first off um you mentioned dan you mentioned that you had big boa you or your your brother did big boa and croc master are the two that are the weirdest to me because we try to keep this a family show but croc master always reminds me of the gimp in pulp fiction oh why did you say because he does croc master the same anymore (laughs) tell me i'm wrong you're wrong (laughs) uh he's got more color and he's more and he's covered in alligator he's he's a reptile trainer yeah he is i wrote something about him which i'll bring up okay and big boa was like the cobra's trainer right he was like their the guy who he he was was like their sergeant slaughter yeah he was like the uh, qbc or the close quarter combat trainer okay Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> and then, like you said, big uh, Croc Master it was exactly what he talked about. And then we had uh, Crystal Ball, who I was kind of got he, he. So Doctor Mindbender was a scientist, but Crystal Ball was really like a mystic, right? Is that how it goes? He's a hypnotist. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, and he uses a shield. Which uh, did you read what it says about him? On uh, here? I did not. It's been a while. All right, are you ready yes. for your mind to be blown? Okay, so I didn't know this until today, but there's a legend that Stephen King is connected to this figure, and either he or his son uh, created this figure and wrote the Ooh. file card. So either Stephen King or now, Joe how Hill is that did? for that's, that's insane? Cool. And then Sneak Peek um, is an, is the namesake of his son. If you click Sneak Peek, um, the character's name is Stephen King's son's name, and he's from uh, Bangor, Maine. Oh wow, Owen S. King. How crazy is that? That that gives it a lot of that's cool. uh, yeah. ethos in my book. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. Huh. I like I that. Know. It kind of makes me I have a yeah. um I have a crystal ball. That's why you're here, listeners, for for hard hitting news. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that. That's why we bring Dan on because he, he brings the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think and I never noticed that on, on on of course when I was a kid I wouldn't have known. Stephen King's kid's name. I didn't even know. I thought I know Joe Hill. I didn't know oh. Owen King. Um, wow. That's actually kind of, I kind of want to sneak so peek cool. now. <laughs> no, I know. I know. If exactly. I ever find mine, Taylor, I'll, I'll bequeath it to you. Okay. And then we had, I have 299 of them. And every time I find one, I buy <laughs> okay. one. So I'm looking. Stop. Nobody gets a sneak peek at anything <laughs> when Dan's around. That's right. Uh, then we had we had the rap we had Raptor who was the Falconer and he was worked for Cobra right not GI Joe do I have that right Yes Okay I guess yeah, you might know him by the name Blue Falcon I don't know shirtless Blue Falcon yeah, He is Doesn't he look like he belongs with Dino Yes he does He does Yeah he yes. is yeah, he does. I prefer Blue he Falcon He is absolutely a Cobra um, Yeah the, his his actual card back is just so odd because it's like you've got all these like soldiers and you've got this guy that's got a falcon head and wings on and this giant medallion and he just yeah does not seem to fit this is this is one of the ones that i'm just kind of like i don't get it and i well that's the interesting i that's the interesting thing about this line 
I'm so proud of you right now, Taylor. I mean, I don't get it either. It's just so well. The, the four that we've ta- the dumb. four that we've talked about, and then we also have the techno uh, the techno viper, which is in bright purple, which Taylor probably loves. But these are so weird. And then contrast that to the GI Joe figures we got, and they're sort of all over the place because we have Falcon, who is just in military fatigues. He's, I believe, Flint's nephew. Is that right? I think from, so. If I remember from the movie. Oh, I don't. So we got know. Falcon, who's in his yeah. in his you know, regular fatigues. We've got gung ho who's in his Marine dress blues. You know, we've got Outback who's in kind of a combination. So we've got fairly well and, and law and order. who's an MP. He's dressed kind of like an MP. So we've got these fairly, um, I guess, normal military garb for some of these guys. And then you have, as we talked about quick draw or, 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 or fast draw or fast back as, as Taylor called him. Fast draw, fast draw, sneak peek. Um, psych out and uh, crazy legs who are in and crazy legs. I guess you could say he's in a, a kind of a normal uniform. It's just weird colors, but these guys are in these really mm-hmm. very, very specialized um, outfits. And so it's sort of like that. That's why I say they were, they were going up the ramp. They hadn't quite jumped the shark yet because we don't have that many GI Joes in neon colors, except for psych out. Right. Yeah, there's like six that you think, okay, this could easily pass for for an earlier line or easier earlier wave, like easily. And then the rest are like, whoa, what, what? This is this GI Joe? Is, did they make a mistake putting these figures on these right. contacts? And Tunnel Rat, I think, is kind of right in the middle because he's not wearing any garish colors, but he's also not necessarily in a uniform. Right. But that, but that goes very much in line with a lot of the previous waves. Right. Though. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then when you talk about the vehicle drivers, we had uh, we, we had the vehicle drivers uh, backstop gyro viper, or is that gyro viper? Is he like sandwiches? You know, Peter. <laughs> uh, hard top ice viper payload mm-hmm. rumbler sea slug steamroller worms and zanzibar um and zanzibar i always think about a uh, a tenacious d song that i can't quote on this show same <laughs> here same here 100%. i'm not gonna cook it but i'll order it from zanzibar <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right that's about all you can say from yeah. that song <laughs> uh and and they're all sort of they're all kind of a, a mix as well we've got you know again the cobra figures are way out there but then the joe figures are kind of a mix of normal to I don't know if this is military standard military issue. Right. Too psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's Cobra law, but I'm sure you'll get to that. Well, let's talk about Cobra law right now, because we had, we talked about the last wave was where we got Serpentor and we didn't get Cobra law until this wave. And we got, we have Galobulus, Nemesis Enforcer, and who's the other guy? Um, Royal Guard. The Royal um, Guard. Mm-hmm. And Dipshiticus. I don't yeah. Know. Um, Sorry. And I had these figures because I, I, you know, I think I think I did have those. I think I got them like at a mall or something when I was a kid. But I never left him. Galobulus was so weird because you couldn't store him anywhere. Taylor, right. you love Cobra. You do, do you like these figures though? Uh, I like the Royal Guard. I think the Royal Guard looks really cool. Um, I was always confused. I so originally 
I came across uh, these carded figures way back in the day, and I wanted to get it when I was younger, but I was always confused because I always thought uh, Globulus came with another like half piece that was more like a worm that would sit up and not make him quite so tall or, I guess, unposable, because his tail is is kind of a wire base, right? It, it kind of turns and bends. Am I correct on that? Sure. Well, I, don't know. I thought that he had a gray body portion, like what he has in the film, that you could like move his upper body into. And it seems like I remember seeing like some sort of marketing picture that had that. So when I would see, you know, the card out with Globulus and everyone on there, I would always look and say, well, I'm going to wait for the other one because I want that one instead. And never, it never went out. I never realized that he, uh, that the Royal Guard is uh, quote encased from head to foot in organic insectoid yes, armor. Which well, is of course, why what I else would he be? Being a, yeah, yes. It, they uh, and then we also had Sergeant, right? And we also had Sergeant Slaughter's renegades. It's just, it's just the most. Re- yeah, I did, I gotta rain on this parade real quick. Well, it's not really raining because everyone is uh, has their raincoats up. But why? Like, what in the world? These are just they stretch. There's no there's no zero amount of realism in this at all. How could you possibly take your line seriously? You know, can you imagine Snake Eyes fighting these things that are wrapped in insectoid armor? I I have. I yeah I have so many things I want to say and yet I have no words at the exact same time. Sorry, I I don't. And plus, I don't even remember Sergeant Slaughter's Renegades. Or they look like the three. Well, students. they're they're basically a, a counterpoint to Z, to Zartan's Dreadnoughts. You had three figures. Oh, you had I Mercer, see. Red Dog, and Taurus. And yeah, I don't remember them either. I never saw them. Never saw them on shelves. I'm not familiar with them. They're in these brightly colored outfits. I like the name. And they they do they they sort of remind me of the dreadnoughts dreadnoughts. You you didn't weigh in on Cobra Lies, whom you 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 despise. I, I don't them care as for well. it. But my my explanation for it though, Dan, is the same explanation that I have for Fearsome Flush being produced by Kenner in the eighties. Cocaine is a <laughs> hell of a drug. No, seriously. I mean, honestly, it's it's like it that that is the Cobra Lie destroyed the GI Joe line uh, from this point forward in my. Uh, estimation i just i'll never i'll never forgive them for that because this was the greatest thing to well do. and i still love the fact that it's only called cobra law because they put it in as a placeholder and hasbro said no that's good let's go with that mm. yeah. seriously i didn't yeah. know that. they were calling it cobra law like shangri-la and hasbro oh, was like okay well we're gonna go with dear. that and they're like but no that was just a placeholder like no no no, we're we're in production we're, we're gone we're go i so thought that, the original, that's how that happened i thought the original name was laurel epsom what? Isn't that the place? That's a joke, for... isn't it? <laughs> yes. That's a joke that nobody but you gets, isn't it? Maybe. It was I bet funny. you there's I some layout it. people that I get it. it. <laughs> That's pretty clever. I do, you, please explain it to, to me and, and anybody so, else who's so Lorem Epsom, like myself. Lorem Epsom is the type that you get when you get a magazine layout and you don't have anything for like captions or uh, blocks of letters. You put it actually will say lorem epsom and that means that you have to put in your 
uh, descriptors or your type there. So it's like a placeholder for type. So it looks like typing. Don't websites have yes. that too? Like older yep. websites had that too? And it looked like it was yeah. Latin. Laura, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Taylor, I'm going to say something to you now that <laughs> yes. um, listeners of the show, longtime listeners of the show will know how monumental this is. That is the nerdiest joke you ever made. And you know what? I and bet that's you saying something. There's one friend that'll get it. Jordan, that joke was for you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I when I first had my school website on back in 2006, that was what came up. And I had to do some digging into what it actually meant. I just haven't heard the term in a long time. So I'm oh, impressed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of our friends has that tattooed on his arm. And when people, yeah, when Are people ask, he goes, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I, to go those lengths for a joke, I'm yes. very, that's right up there with, that's right up well, there with buying, hum- a, buying a, ti- a royal title or something. Uh, <laughs> and what is it? Is it Scotland that you have a, a title Lord? No, Sealand. No, Sealand. Mine is legit. Sealand. <laughs> the established titles from Scotland are fake, but Sealand is legit. So on a recent Facebook live, someone brought you up and they referred to you as Count yes. Jeff McGee. And I thought you would yes. enjoy that. <laughs> It's happening, it's brother. Happening. It's you happening. need a G.I. Joe figure of yourself in this wave. True. That's true. <laughs> it would be better. It would be so Let's much talk better. a little bit about the third version of Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. Um, and precisely, sure. my question to you, the two of you, is what the hell? Um, That's exactly right. That is exactly uh, It right. looks like a Transformer. Yes. It's, I mean, it, in and of itself, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting. If it was concept. a viper of some tour, you some know, sort him. instead of Cobra Commander, it would be a really cool figure. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you know, the story on this is that he likes to be up with vipers and eels, which doesn't make any sense, but he wears this to be completely protected. So why not do this for everybody? Because it's expensive. I guess it's because they're too yeah. expensive, even for a, a multi-billion-dollar terrorist organization. So, I mean, this is obviously just like as Super Seven is doing. They keep releasing the same version of stuff with like a little tiny accessory, like they do with uh, separate Darth Vader's or or uh, Chewbacca's or what have you. I I kind I do like the the attempt at something original while still maintaining so the original. Uh, menace slash silliness of cobra commander but it's certainly not something that is needed if that makes sense right. yeah I, I agree taylor how do you how do you feel about this one 
I, I like the design. I think for me, some of the color scheme of them just feels a little off. I feel like instead of the bright blue, he should have been a darker blue. And I feel like he looks like he something felt... out of Centurions, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I think it's because it's that that light blue. And you have to hear me out on this because it's like, think mm-hmm. about Cobra. You think about red. You If there is silver, you've got silver, black, and then this really dark, deep navy blue. With this bright blue, it does kind of set him out of the wave and makes him look more like an Autobot or like a Centurion. But I think if he had been in the darker navy, I think that that might have toned him down a little bit and made him, you know, feel like he's a part of Cobra again. Like, he just stands out a little Mm -hmm. too much. He's a little too bright. Fair. But that's what a lot of this thing is, too, this whole whole wave. Yeah, wave line. What are we saying? Are we we are we would using them as synonyms? But they're not. No, wave synonyms. or series is good. This is wave six or series yeah. six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I won't say a whole lot about Chuckles because I have a lot to say about him later on when we get to our top five. Shocker. But uh, I, I remember my friend Turtle. I was going on and on about Chuckles. He's like, "Well, Chuckles isn't all that neat," and that's when I thought, "I don't know if we're going to be friends forever." Like I once Ooh. thought. Um. But what do you guys think about Chuckles? I love Chuckles. I think a lot of people didn't like the fact that he only came mm. with a gun and like a, a shoulder holster. I oh, go ahead, Taylor. I, I've been I really liked Chuckles. Um, I think for me, at the time when um, when Chuckles came out, I remember seeing a few of the comics that had Chuckles on the front, and he was like being like tied up in a chair and like with Cobra people like shouting in his face. So he was like a cia operative and i always thought he was really really cool but he was one i never could find like i never could find him on card because that lady had him right exactly. yeah i guess so exactly. yeah i i used i used to have a hawaiian <laughs> shirt that looked almost just like this as a kid oh cool and it was like bright blue and it had like the the big flowers on it. except i think i had like green pink and then a few of the yellow flowers and so it didn't match in that way, but I kind of, I kind of identified with Chuckles. I thought he would be really cool to have, but I never could find him. So, Chuckles for me is like um, when you're dating and you're not really quite sure if you want to take it um, to more serious or you just want to break up because it just seems so crazy. Because I, I like the idea. I understand they sort of like a Tom Selleck-y concept. Uh, I remember when he came out, I didn't buy him because I thought I just didn't think it was military enough. But then in the lore, there was like there are multiple sort of versions of the G.I. Joe comics. And this one is not Larry, Larry Hama driven. There's an alternate universe of G.I. Joe. And in it, Chuckles is the ultimate undercover spy. I was going to bring that up. He eventually ends. Yeah, he eventually ends up assassinating Cobra Commander and he is unbelievably fascinating compelling and i'm going to do a shameless uh name drop so i apologize in advance but pablo hidalgo and i were at rancho obi-wan one time and we spent like an hour talking about chuckles and it was a very very cool conversation so i have a lot of respect for uh what they tried to do with him uh post this figure yeah i was going to mention i can't remember the name of that series i don't think it was origins um it i can't remember what it was it was one of the idw books um, and it's been probably uh-huh, about exactly 10 right. years ago now, but uh, if you can find it, um, it's, it's, well, the one I'm thinking about, this may be a different, different storyline. They, they've done some great storylines with Chuckles, especially after they started 
writing it from a more adult perspective where being undercover yes. really did have consequences. Yeah. Yes. And it definitely did in this. Like it, it, it wrecked his, I mean, it, it was no, it was as realistic as yeah, it, it was like Donnie Brasco in uniform. It yeah. was, yeah, that's a great G.I. Joe Cobra was the series. It was back in that like was 2009. It. Yep. Yes, that was it. So it has been more than, see to me, 2009 is, I, I'm, I've just gotten to the point where 2009 was 10 years ago. So don't, don't shatter my illusions because I know it was actually 14 years <laughs> no, ago. No, I, I'm with you, dude. I am to with me, you. To me, 1990 is still 10 years ago. So um, that's enough of that. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So won't say much more about Chuckles other than the fact, I'm glad you mentioned that, Dan, because I, I, I had that in my notes. Um, so let's, unless there are any of the figures that you want to touch on before we before we move on, uh, I did, obviously, I actually, I did want to talk about the, the gung-ho and the, the dress blues. Anybody mm-hmm. have any idea what possessed Hasbro to do this one? It's one of my favorites. Uh, but I just thought it was an odd choice. I think it's inspired from the uh, the comics. It was one of the few things that actually took its cue from the comics. It is at least that's yeah, my memory. Yeah, I think memory. he okay. went full dress because there was a death in uh, in the ranks. And yes, so he went full yes. dress, and that's where he came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, and again, to have a distinguished concept and idea of a, a respected figure like Gung Ho in, in the same wave. Uh, or yeah, as or in this yeah, as techno viper with bright purple. Right. Just, that's why there's such or a crystal ball in this whole thing. Yeah, or crystal ball. Crystal ball. Or and, um, we, we haven't even we haven't even mentioned psych out. I mean, are you kidding me? He's like, uh, is he from the Talking I, Heads? Well, no, that, yeah. that that that's an insult to the Talking Heads. Um, You're right. So I always that. thought that psych out when I saw him, I always thought he was one of the Dreadnoughts. But he's not. He's a Joe. Yeah, I can I can see that. He's a Joe. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, I agree 100%. He, he, sit, he sits at a table by himself, I'm pretty sure. He just seems like a well, dope. He's, you know, he's a, he he's sits a, over you know, there with He sits over there with Scoop from the previous waves, the the newscaster guy. <laughs> Cuz they're both right. communication officers, yes. so they they hang out. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, I have to mention Law and Order because he came with a dog. Uh, so automatically, uh, he's mm-hmm. he he shoots to the top of my list because he comes with a dog. Um, I always love the ones that came with I, dogs. I really liked Law and Order, especially like like the idea of pairing him with the security checkpoint. That was like one of those I always wanted to do. And I have a Law and Order now that I've, I'm trying to replace some parts on. Well, let me rephrase it. I have Law. I'm looking for order which is kind of how my life runs these days. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was deep. And then uh, I also did want to say, uh, did, uh, did either of you have sneak peek? I know I did. Did either of you have sneak peek? Uh, he came with, he, one of the things I liked, he came with this giant bright green, looked like a spotlight, but it was like basically like a, a, a large telescope that he could use to see. Mm. Of, yes. uh, around like a basically like a portal portable periscope owen king it's, it's interesting because yes. they call it a tower and it has a handle on it like it's it's it <laughs> is know. probably the size of him this giant periscope well it is a tower it's called a tower that's right that's realism <laughs> at its finest yeah yep Okay, so uh, that that's it for the figures, I think. So let's talk a little bit about these vehicles. Um, 
again, I didn't have any of them, but uh, you know, we, we we mentioned the Cobra Mamba, which is a helicopter. Looks a little bit like the Dragonfly without the skids, but it's uh, what it's purple, right? Yes. Yeah, it would be so cool if it wasn't purple. Why do you have a problem with it being purple? This is you. You and Taylor are going to fight. That's fine. Um, because because that's not. Are you going to sneak up on the Joe base? This like the elite of the elite of the elite in a bright purple helicopter. I mean, it's for the same reason I have a problem that Batman has a shark repellent in the nineteen, you know, sixties TV show because it's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, but. In in the defense of the TV show and the Adam West Batman, it was meant to be ridiculous. Okay, so if it's if it's camp, which is an art mm-hmm. form, uh, is it supposed to be camp? Because then why do we have dress blues to honor the a, a fallen well, soldier I, with gun? And I think that's saying. where like this line kind of fills. Right? Is that it's it's you know you've got the realism aspect of the figures that are presenting like realistic views of the world. And then you've got areas of Cobra that are done in bright colors. Cause that's kind of where we were going with some of the toys at the time where things started to kind of go a little mm-hmm. bit crazier. And so I think this was like Hasbro's thing of, you know, we've got to silly it up a little bit in order to keep, you know, the, the kids interested and wanting to go buy more. Cause it's like, you know, if there's mm-hmm. a young kid that's getting into the Joe's, let's say, there's an older kid that's been getting Joe's forever, but he's about, or she's about to to age out of that range. Then I think this was Hasbro's way of saying, okay, kids right now are really into space and sci-fi and bright colors. Cause you know, they like Ninja Turtles and some of these other things that are coming out are really bright. We're going to mix half of this wave kind of bright and over the top in order now to capture that audience, to bring them over to our space instead of going and getting it somewhere else with another toy line. I like that explanation. Unfortunately, it didn't work. Well, but you were aging out at that I mean, point, I weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, but I wish the other ones would, I just couldn't, I guess in my, in my limited brain, I, I just couldn't make peace with them being from the same thing. And I just, you know, and I guess maybe that's it. Maybe in, Help me out with this, guys. Maybe that the completest in me, although I'm not really completest anymore. Maybe that was why I struggled. Like, if I get these, that means I have to get all of them. Well, I can't afford that. I'll just get none of them. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But I don't know if making sense to me is, is the uh, hill you want to uh, <laughs> go up on. <laughs> to die on. <laughs> Fair. I don't know if you want to use that as your, hey, as your measuring it. rod, measuring stick. So My litmus yeah. test. <laughs> so, again, once again, just like the figures, the Cobra vehicles are the ones that are the weirdest. We have the Mamba. We got the Buzz Boar, which it looks like the entity from South Park, only it's got um, it's got razors on it. It's got blades on it. I, I, have, hey, I have so many yeah. fond memories of this vehicle. I loved it. I thought it was so so much fun. There's a Masters of the Universe vehicle similar to this, right, Taylor? It's the Roton. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Except exactly. it's turned on its side. Right. Yeah. Like I said, uh, then I we have had so the... memory memories of this one. Of course you do. And then we had the we had the Cobra Jetpack, which again, color scheme and it looks odd. The Cobra Cobra Pogo Ballistic Battle Ball, which I don't even know why. We've got the trouble bubbles. Why do we need a Pogo? a pogo ball 
Well, because this one could, yeah, I think it could go into space as well. Well, it, as it should. I mean, do you really think that G.I. Joe would have been scared of Cobra if this is what they were, if they were bringing a pogo exactly. ball into the battle? I, I and then there was the Cobra. Of this one, too. Of course you do. <laughs> there was the Cobra, the Cobra Sea Ray, which looks like something out of Batman. The Cobra Wolf, which um, is sort of off white in color. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's the outlier ish. This I will admit mm-hmm. this one because I I did have this and I thought it was super cool. It's a snow vehicle. It's got sleds, tank treads that fold up, missile rack, and then it actually has like you can either ride on it or launch them off as cruise missiles. So to me, I thought this one was like like the quintessential from the um from the collection for cobra i thought mm-hmm. it was a, a really cool and and like just great uh snow vehicle and of course wolf stood for cobra maggot it, it, well of course yeah wolf stood wolf... for winter operational light fighting vehicle so there you go yeah the cobra mm-hmm. go ahead dan you talk about this one okay so before we talk about this i i hate the word maggot um, I almost gagged and threw up a little bit just saying it. That's one of the concepts and the words that one of the only concepts and words that just really skeeves me out and grosses me out. So I'm going to take my headphones out. The name of the driver. I'm going to, I'm going to take my headphones out. You guys talk about it for a minute. Then I'm going to come back. Okay. The name of the driver of the Cobra maggot is worms, worms. and he's brown. <laughs> he's yeah. So, I mean, honestly, what what else needs to you know, be said, it's, really? It's interesting because the, the worms, the driver, um, like he has kind of like this, <laughs> Come he's on. got this weird kind of like, like, you know, totalitarian military vibe, you know, with the, the, the cross, you know, bar and then the belt. It reminds me of something of Rambo, Force of Freedom. Like it, it kind of lined yes. with one of those characters. But I remember uh, there was this kid that, that I I went to go visit or his, maybe my dad was doing a job for his dad and this kid had the, the maggot vehicle. And I remember getting to play with it a little bit. And at first I was like, ah, oh, this thing's stupid. And then I got to break it apart and play with it. And I remember I was like kind of shocked. I was like, this thing is actually kind of cool. Like the way it separates into the parts and stations. I, I had a blast with this thing. I thought it was interesting. But why would they go with such a disgusting name? Uh, I I know that it's it is an acronym. And I'm sure it stands for something. For what? Same with worms. I know it's an acronym as well. Uh, um, no, it doesn't seem to. Well, it's weird. Be- We've probably given it more airtime than yes, it I think we are. It is. I will say it's a cool vehicle, <laughs> but I that's all I'll ever say about it because of the name. They they lost me with the name. Um, and, and that, and then we, so for, for the GI Joe vehicles, we have the coastal defender, which I mentioned before. It's basically like, it's, it's a trailer that you ride in. It's a small trailer that gets pulled behind you. And then they just drop you off on the beach, I guess. And you sit there and wait for people it to come up. Pulls the tilt, the whirl. It looks yeah. like, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, we had the crossfire, which is yet another, uh, Jeep sort of vehicle. It looks like the Ostriker to me. How is it different from the Ostriker, Taylor? I think this is the, um, and I'm trying to. It was a remote, it was control. remote control. Yeah, it was one that. Which is pretty sweet. I didn't yeah, know. I, had a, I actually had an RC controls. car that looked a lot like this when I was a kid, about around this time. 
Yeah, it was a combo with the RC radio. Company. Okay, well that. How cool yeah, is that? That's that is cool. Neat. I will give it that. That's cool. Uh, we have the Persuader, which is a great name for a vehicle, by the way, for a little mini tank. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it came is, with backstop. Th- that's Sergeant Slaughter, isn't it? That's one of his. Uh, well, no, I think he drives that. Um, yeah, he. That yeah, he's got his own tank. little like the, the white tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I thought. Yeah, oh, for a yeah. second, I'm sorry. I thought this was a it, part it, of the the Slaughter's Marauders group, but it's not. No, it, it sort of looks like that. You just wanted to make a rhyme. <laughs> Of course he did. Um, the the dreadnoks, you know, they had the air skiff and the dreadnought cycle. The air skiff came with Zanzibar. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And the dreadnought cycle, I can't remember who it came with, but it, it, it looked very much like the uh, the dreadnought um, jeep that we had in the last wave uh, that I liked mm-hmm. so much. But then uh, then we also had the slam S L A M, which the persuader and the slam both to me look like something from waves one or two. Yes, I agree. Although the Persuader is just a little off what could be conceivable. But yes, it is more in long line with that. It's actually than the greens yeah. and the darks and not these crazy neon and well, And which is to say they're also just sort of generic looking, which uh-huh. not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, just when they just sort of get lost in the shuffle when you're looking at everything else. Um, the, the road toad is the one that always confused me. I couldn't figure out what the deal was with that. Uh, I guess it's just like a trailer that gets towed behind something. It's a battlefield recovery vehicle. So I guess you're supposed to go in and yeah, that's, it's, it's a tow truck basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, With a big gun on it. Yeah. I'm seeing this one. This one is, you know, I have to admit though, it's kind of cool because looking at the directions, is it though? I think it is. Like, yeah. think think about it. Okay, you've got, yeah. let's say, you've got, um, like one of your tanks or one of your vehicles. Let's say, uh, the Ostracker is broken down, and you got to get it in, and you're in the middle of a battle, but you need to get it off the the grounds. And so you could hook it up and tow it off and still fire your way out of the battle and get the all striker out. Yeah, that's really cool. But that's why you have State Farm. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's so, cool. The idea is cool, but the execution of it just it doesn't look worthy of GI Agreed. Joe. Agreed. That's I like the idea, but it just they can make it look a lot cooler. I think I think what the the aspect of it that I like is that it it actually is in itself also a a towable so it's like it has it to where you can um you can tow a vehicle and it can run on its own for short ways but then it also has a hitch up front looks like you can also tow it to something else so it can be like an in-between and a med- like a uh mediate type of vehicle it can be the middle portion of the gi joe centipede is that what you're saying i guess okay well, that brings us to the the two big big guns uh, in this line: the Mobile Command Center and the Defiant. So, the Defiant is a space shuttle that comes with its own launching platform. It was sort of one step down from the USS Flag. I saw one of these once in a Walmart in the toy department. Either of you ever see one of these in the wild? Uh, well, Dan didn't a- obviously because he doesn't remember it. 
No, I barely, I only, I only barely remember it. Uh, and I don't know if it's because I actually remember it or I just remember you guys talking about it so vividly. I've, I've only seen it at a vintage toy store, but that's it. Um, other than that, I've seen parts, um, but I've never, like when I was a kid, I never saw this. Okay. And I remember this was one I would ask for, like once I saw it every year for some And your parents years. just laughed at you, right? Yeah. They said, you wish we, you wish just, we loved you that much. Does it bother you that... <laughs> Does it bother you that the top portion of it just looks so fat? No. 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 Okay. Because um, I assumed that if they had made it with the normal specs of like a space shuttle, it would have either had to be too big or too small. So by doing it this way, they were able to okay. keep it in, in scale with the rest of the line. So I, I didn't mind that as much. I thought it was a bold move. Even at the time, I was like, they're really going all in on this. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked really cool. It doesn't take up as much space as the flag, but uh, it was equally as expensive. I think this thing, I think this thing ran, was over a hundred dollars uh, in, in 87. I, yeah. Yeah. Which in nowadays would be that 400 bucks or something. Yeah. Crazy. Something like that. I, I love the idea. I love the idea of it and that they went for it. I think it's cool. I just don't, I just don't have any association. And it came with two it. figures I, too. I, yep. Which I really yeah. like. I mean, if I was going to get an epic GI Joe thing, it would still be the flag. But I think it's. I think this is a cool is. idea. And I like the fact that when you when you folded everything down, it was a little more compact, made it easier to store. And I liked the way it looked in that configuration. Mm-hmm. But then when you when you set it all up to to launch, it looked even cooler. The mobile command center is the one that I forget that it exists because I have never seen this in the wild. Not when I was a kid. Not now, not ever. What about you guys? My local vintage toy store has it. Is it is it as big as it and seems? I saw it and I and it's pretty big, um, but it's not as epic as you might think. Because I asked the owner and I said, "Is that GI Joe?" Because I thought, "Is this in the wrong place?" And he said, "Yeah." And I just thought, "Oh, okay." It just it doesn't. Again, it falls under my criteria. Of, it doesn't look like a realistic thing that would be beneficial in the art of war in a, in a semi-realistic fictional universe mm-hmm. but i'm sure for some people it is an absolute treasure and god bless them you know it well, reminds me did did anyone have the hot wheel sets that would like fold open to like two oh, or three sets question. and it had the little legs that would kick down so you could put the car in the top and it would drive all the way down to the bottom of the set no this this no but i know but that is a good that is a good comparison that's what this reminds me i had no idea well i know target did a a vintage run of them uh of those uh uh, hot wheel sets recently and i think this last year and i remember thinking about it and like kind of going ah that reminds me of the mobile command center because i always because like one of the sets one of my friends had a hot wheel set that was in that same plastic color and so when I would look at this, all I could see was that Hot Wheels set that would basically fold open almost like a toolbox and have legs that would kick down and you would have like two or three levels that would pop back on it. Well, it goes back like to, a, yeah. I'm saying I think it goes back to what Dan was saying about this not seeming like a G.I. Joe toy. It seems more like, according to you, it seems more like a Hot Wheels toy. Yeah. Or, I mean, in this case, it, this one seems like one of those where it's like, they someone's like what can we do and someone said well here let me look at my toolbox and they open up this like tackle box and they're like oh let's 
utilize this and make three levels out of it. And I mean, this is, has the same like building and engineering premises as a toolbox. Well, and I thought it was odd. Uh, a couple of thoughts that I have on this. I thought it was odd that they included it in this wave because we already had the defiant. Mm-hmm. And I think the, 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 the idea of putting two huge play sets together in the same wave seems odd to me. seems like they would want to space them out. And also, this seems like something that we should have gotten way earlier in the line because it is a mobile command center. We should have right. gotten this instead of the uh, the headquarters that we got uh, in wave, I think it was wave two or three that I had that would split apart into three sections. This would have been, a, I, I, w- I think, would have been a much better play set. Hmm. But the one, the one thing it has going against it is the figure that comes with it, Steamroller, wearing a vest with no shirt. He can't go into McDonald's. He can't go do his laundry. How's he going to live? He can't get anything done. It just doesn't look fit either. <laughs> he's what? He doesn't look fit. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to body shame, Dan. He's, Come he's on. Too... Well, it's the GI Joe man. It's supposed to be the elite of the elite. This is true. This is true. He's too swole for his uh, his uh, vest, and he can't go into anywhere anyways because he's got grenades all over him. Well, that's true. He's just, yeah, he's just antisocial, I guess. I would, I would feel kind of weird, like driving around without a shirt with grenades hanging off of me. I I would feel either really tough. Well, you gotta try it. It's it's pretty cool, actually. (laughs) I I am in Texas. That, that probably would be, uh, that's true. Wouldn't even bat an eye, (laughs) especially not in Denton where Taylor lives. (laughs) I see people like this all the time walking around. You probably do actually. So, All right, so so that's it for the line. Like I said, we had we we talked a little bit about the dreadnought vehicles, but I, you know, I there's not a whole lot else to say there. Uh, I I did like Zanzibar. We didn't really talk about it, but I like that Zanzibar has a has a, a ponytail. Uh, that was that was pretty forward thinking. On the he basically is a pirate. He's he's the pirate Joe, and I figured yeah. Taylor would be a big fan of him. I love and he that has figure. actual cloth. Okay, so let's talk about it a little bit because this is the only Joe figure that had actual hair right because his ponytail was actual hair wasn't it yes Are you yeah i'm surprised taylor, taylor did Real you not hair? have this one i did oh yeah oh no oh, okay this was uh this was one of those i got it as a gift from my uncle uh for christmas and so i was able um he got me the set that had zanzibar and the air skift in it and i remember kind of like at first, I was like, I don't get it. And then I started breaking it down in my head. I'm like, oh, dude, he's he's a pirate. He's basically a pirate. Yep. So I really, really got into him. He has a, a hammer and a spear and a handgun. His spear will actually like hook onto his air skit along with his hammer. And he can just, you know, use his handgun to fire at people. But it's like, he's like a, a, a swamp pirate. Yeah, that's exactly it. And his hair um, is apparently very stable and will only come out if you just really, really yank on it hard. So Taylor, did, did he lose his hair? No, 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 no. He, he still had his hair up until the point that I guess they got donated. The, how they did it was that they, you know, made a little like uh, uh, loop or knot of hair. They put it in the figure, but the head came in two parts. So you had the top layer that was glued down. So once they inserted the hair, they just glued that top layer down, and then it it was stuck forever. Wait, which figure is this? Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Oh, I just okay. 
Now I see what you mean. What? <laughs> that's so weird. It was bizarre, but I, I forgot about that, so I'm glad I remembered so we could talk about it a little bit because he was, he was like a he was like a, a swamp pirate. That's exactly that's a good way to put it, Taylor. Yep. Loves okay, so character. so we're gonna take we'll take a short break now, then we'll come back and we'll do our top five list. Uh, and it's funny because. You know, Taylor talked about having to re redo his list because we weren't going to talk about the Battle Force 2000. And yet he's had so many great things to say about so many of these. And I'm wondering if his his list was just like a bunch of three way ties. It's the, the best. He said off mic that it's the best uh, wave in the history of his life of any toy ever. Of course he did. Ooh, yeah. No, right, so not we'll true. Be... Not true. But it's up there. <laughs> OK, well, we'll, we'll wow. take a short break. We'll be right back. Okay, so our top five list. Before we do our top five, I want to say, does anybody have any that they considered honorable mentions? Because I always hate when you do top oh. five lists and you do your honorable mentions right before number one. You're basically slotting those in ahead of everything that came before it. Can I do my honorable mentions after? Because if I give my honorable mentions, you're going to know what's not in my top five. True. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass and save okay, because I've got quite why, a few. Maybe that's why people. Do honorable mentions. Okay, fine. You you taught me. You convinced me, Dan. Okay, so uh, since you're our guest, we will let you go first. Give us your your top five from this line. Your your number five. Okay, and I again, I want to apologize if I'm rankling people. I'm not accustomed to doing that. I I love GI Joe so much. It's hard for me that these didn't hit the sweet spot for me. But I, if people like them and it brings them joy, then that makes me very happy. So okay. I will start. Uh, this was a very difficult list for me because overall, in my top five. Some of these I didn't have, so I, I debated, is it fair for me to put this on my top five if I don't have them? And then I just said, yes, because this is really about, in your opinion, what are the top fives from the line? Um, and some of them in my top five I don't even like, but I appreciate them. So my number five is Big Boa. The idea is um, a good idea. I think the name is terrible. Uh, but I like I like the fact that and I don't know exactly when Punch Out Mike Tyson's Punch Out video game came out, but this to me echoes the popularity of that. I absolutely love and completely adore the boxing gloves. I think they might be one of the coolest accessories in the history of GI Joe. Uh, the color scheme actually kind of works. This is one of the few figures in the line that to me, I believe Cobra would have, and it could easily have made sense in 1984 as well as 1987. But it's those boxing gloves, and, I, and I'm, I'm aware of how absurd this whole thing is, but uh, it's the boxing gloves uh, that really put it up for the top for me, and it makes it my number five. Okay. Let's, I, I can so, get behind that. That's, that's, a good, that's a good good reason for it, too. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I just remembered one of mine we haven't even talked about yet. One of mine on my list, so we'll talk about it then. Taylor, what about you? What's your number five? Uh, my number five is actually a vehicle, and I tried to keep it my list to what I actually owned. Um, my number five is the buzz bore, which I, mm. I thought was a really, really fun and interesting vehicle. The, the whole premise of it is that you lay inside this, basically a giant skill saw and you go to town just ripping up the ground and troops in front of you. So 
Um, I had a lot of fun playing with this on the the playground when I was a kid. All right, it's got a pretty gnarly weapon on the other side. It was in a Nintendo game too. According to, isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. It looks like like it would be claustrophobic to sit in, doesn't it? Like the the cover art. Yeah, interesting. That's a cool choice. I'll allow it. It's a very unique. <laughs> We're so <beer>. glad. Okay, <laughs> my number, f- my number five uh, is the mobile command center. It's on the list because it's awesome, but I've never seen one in real life. And based on everything you guys talked about with it, um, I just I, I I feel like it. I want it on my list because I do like the way it looks and I love the concept. But it would be higher if the driver had a shirt, and if I had ever actually seen one in person. So I can't really speak to exactly how cool it is without seeing one so that's why it's only number five on my list cool i'm glad it came up though and i'm assuming it will show up on taylor's list but we'll see we'll see dan what about your number four number four for me uh is outback all right outback outback looks kind of like um he could be related to rock and roll uh he's the most joe looking i think of the of the entire line besides or the entire way besides falcon I did. I don't. I can't remember. I thought I wrote down that I have him, but I can't remember if I do or not. I know he's got kind of a a, a, a cult following amongst GI Joe stuff. Um, if he would have been anywhere else, I would have thought, no, this looks too much like rock and roll. But the fact that it somehow keeps some sort of a, a consistency with the earlier action figures of that are from the GI Joe team itself. Uh, and I try not to think about Bloomin' Onions when I see him because I, I just think he's kind, of, he's kind of a cool idea. And, I, and he's a little more buff, I think, than some of the other Joe yeah. uh, figures, which is kind of cool. So I, That's why he wears that T-shirt to show, off his, to show off his pecs. Exactly. He, he reminds me of a ginger Chuck Norris. Oh, that's a, that's a good call. That's a good call. So I, I like the attempt at taking what had come before and been so popular and, and kind of uh, adding to it a little bit. So he is my number four. I'm really having a hard time not ordering the six inch version of him that uh, was announced recently. Same, yeah. same here. Yeah, same here. But yeah, I ultimately really didn't because cool. he's not in my childhood memories too much. Well, there you go. Taylor, what about your number four? Uh, my number four is actually Joe. It is fast draw. Um, this one, and I know it, it seems kind of weird, but this one was uh, one of the figures that was given to me and they just, um, they gave me the, figure and i ended up like going through a lot of the parts that they had and finding the rest of them putting them together based on what i could find from the card back but i like the idea of him being like a mobile rocket launcher and having you know all the the armor that would face out to the blasting of this rocket launcher um on one side of him because the other side is all green like it's just like a, a basic like uh, a flak suit but I, I just, I like the look of this character. I think he's really cool. No, that is a cool figure. He's actually, um, my he is my one of my honorable mentions. So I'll just talk about that there. Everything you said is absolutely okay. right. That's why he's on my honorable mention list. My number four is the first of two ties that I will not apologize for on this list. Because uh, while I didn't love this this wave as a whole, the things about it that I love are some of my favorite things from the entire G.I. Joe line. So my number four is a tie between uh, William the Refrigerator Perry 
and Law and Order. And we didn't talk about the fridge. This was the, as far as I remember, the only. No, other the than last Slaughter, wave, the though. Hmm? Wasn't he in the last wave, too? Like, didn't they uh, listen there, too? Because I remember talking about him before. Was he? Or Mitt? Okay. I thought so. Maybe, well, I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's Sergeant check. Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter was in the last wave. You're right. Maybe you mentioned the fridge, but we didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Carry on. My bad. He he was the second uh, Joe to be based on a on a real person, uh, and so uh, I I didn't have one. He was only a mail away. Uh, I never got one until just a few years ago. I got one at um, DFW Vintage Toys. Found him and he was complete. Yep. Came with the little football uh, accessory that he comes with, and it's a really good likeness of William Perry. Yep. And uh, Dan, I know you're uh, you know a big Chicago Bears fan, so I assume this one is one that's uh, kind of close to your heart uh, as well. So, Matt, surprisingly, I loved this this Bears team. I loved the fridge. I love GI Joe, but I never got this one. This was another symbol to me of them jumping the shark and it, you know, and a plus I can never find him anyway. Well, right. Yeah. Cause he was a mail away. So it's kind of hard to find him. So he, yeah, he, he failed the purity test for you when it came to exactly. GI Joe. And I'm, and I'm ashamed of that, but I, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, but, but it's, it's a good likeness. They've even got the gap in his teeth and everything. It's great. And, um, Law and Order, of course, I have to have it on the list because it comes with a dog, so he has to be on the list. The design of yeah. both the figure and the dog are great, and uh, and again, he he hews to my my rule that he can go out in public in the outfit that he's wearing. So that is the the first of my two ties. Uh, my number three is also a tie, just to kind of spoil that a little bit, but I will not apologize. So Dan, where are <laughs> your number three? I always smile. Uh, when you give ties, when you guys do, because Corey is so anti-tie, we're never allowed to do them on pour over. Well, that's why you have to come over here. We, uh, we're right. a little more uh, egalitarian, if that's the right word. <laughs> more forgiving. My number three is Law and Order. And Excellent. I, I got to say, I didn't... Um, He's based on a Hasbro executive, uh, which I didn't know until I looked through the, the Yojo thing. I remember I, that I, now, yeah. Do you really see? I I barely remember this one. I remember uh, thinking he was like a poor man's mutt in junkyard, but I looked at him again today, and I don't have him. But like you, I have very much have a soft spot for dogs. I love dogs, and um, he looks again. He passes my purity test. He looks like something that I would believe would be pre nineteen eighty seven. The color kind of pushes it a little bit, but but not so much. And I like his file card a lot, and I and I love the dog a lot so i I thought it was cool and so cool that i put him all the way at number three nice Nice. i I can get behind that yeah taylor what about you what's your number three uh my number three is another vehicle um and it's one of the smaller vehicles the cobra cobra pogo ballistic battle ball um i a lot of people hate this vehicle i happen to like it a lot because it reminds me of like a little space pod and so at this point for me, like I'd always put Astro Viper in there and have him, you know, shoot off and do space things. Cause to me, that it makes like sense. A, a, a spaceship. Yeah. I dug this one a lot. This is actually one that I have on my radar to, to go and replace one day. Cause I do like it. If I ever see one, my vintage store has a lot of stuff like this. So if I ever mm-hmm. see one, I'll snag it for you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. 
It does, you know, now that I look at it, it very much looks like something that uh, would be in Superman 2, at the beginning of Superman 2. So that's kind of cool <laughs> from that perspective. Nice, nice, yeah. Superman All right, so two, uh, we're to my number three. Uh, two, when they're when they he the those astronauts meet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. From yeah. planet Houston, yes. That's right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're to my number three, and it's my my second tie, second of two ties, uh, and it is Tunnel Rat and Gung Ho in the uh, the dress mm. blues, and mm. I just I love the concept of the marine dress Gung Ho. And it looks really great. Like I, I, for some reason, the the design of that hat, I thought they just really nailed that hat because I don't know why it seems like that would be really tough to to recreate in plastic. And uh, I just, I again, I love the concept and I love the idea that these these guys do have these formal functions to attend to. And Tunnel Rat has always been one of my favorite characters because the backstory is so cool that he you know was claustrophobic and he became a Tunnel Rat to sort of overcome that. And his design and accessories are really some of my favorites from the line uh, all over. Uh, and I love the fact that they, you know, they painted the, uh, on his face, they painted the the camouflage, the black streaks on his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, yeah, I loved everything about this figure. Um, Alpine, we talked about it in, in a previous wave, I believe. Uh, it was sort of the same thing. I just love the accessories that he came with. And, and Tunnel Rat was always just one of the more interesting designs for a figure. And it's, especially now that we know it was based on Larry Hama. Mm-hmm. All the more reason for him to be number three on my list. So Gung Ho and and uh, Tunnel Rat are my my tie for my number three. Cool. So nice. we're up to your number two, Dan. All right, number two is one that I was I had everything written down except for my number two. I couldn't figure out what my number two would be, and then uh, I I I kept skimming over this picture because I thought no no chance. But I thought, no, I'm going to look at everyone. I'm going to look at the card backs. I'm going to look at the file cards. Because, uh, again, this is a tricky list for me because I, I feel almost feel underqualified to even weigh in. But you don't turn down an invitation from, from Jeff and Taylor, so obviously. But uh, it's Crazy Legs. Uh, all you got to do is look at that file card. That file card is is insanely cool. Uh, he's jumping out of his out of an airplane uh, or a jet or whatever. And he just, he just looks like he almost looks like he's Asian, at least on this art, which I really like because it shows a little bit of uh, diversity uh, while the reds are quite striking. And it doesn't seem like the smartest thing in the world to jump out of an airplane wearing red, if, especially if you're jumping into anime territory, because you're basically putting a bullseye <laughs> on yourself. Uh, but I, but the file card is fantastic. They say his fingers uh, he would have been the greatest organist in the world if his fingers hadn't been too short. And then in the second paragraph, there's these great descriptions that Larry Holland must have written about how he comes ducking and weaving through all this with the weird light in his eyes and humming a selection from Johann Sebastian Bach. So what what a great concept or idea uh, for a character. The accessories are cool. And you the fact that, you know, of course, the plastic uh, wraps around his legs uh so you can actually it doesn't come with a parachute but conceivably you could take a parachute from another figure and use it and it would work well mm-hmm. plus i like how the the his weapon goes in tucks inside there i just think that it's a nice one if, again if it wasn't for the the bright coloration of the red i think this could easily fall under my criteria of a uh, pre-1987 gi joe right and at least the red is not neon red right but you're right. That is a really, he's one that gets kind of got overlooked, but I'm glad you mentioned him because that is a very cool figure. And if I'm looking at his face, I would guess he was either 
um, Native American or maybe um, Hawaiian, perhaps. Uh, well, I was thinking uh, Hispanic. Pacific. Hispanic. Yeah. Well, that could be. Or, or maybe it's actually like Pacific tell. Islander. Yeah, I could see that as well. Yeah. It's I and I like that it's that he he has some ethnicity, but it's yes, it's not it's not they're, they're not playing to it. No, on my screen that I'm looking at on it's it's really super hard for me to tell. It's, yeah, uh, his, his file his real name is David Thomas, and he's from Fort Dodge, Iowa. So they haven't cool. really gone the Apache Chief route with this one. Right, right. So yeah, great, great choice, Dan. I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about Crazy Legs. Good, uh, Taylor, what about your number two? Uh, my number two is actually it's a vehicle and figure combo. Um, it is the Cobra Wolf along with the Ice Viper. Cool. Um, I remember getting this because this was one of the ones that I saved up my money as a kid to get. And uh, when I finally got it home and put it together, I was like super, super, super stoked. And that was uh, around Christmas time. And so there was a chance that we might get some like ice or snow that year. So I definitely wanted to take it out. Of course, nothing ever happened. But but I, I remember just like having a, a blast with this one. This one to me was a lot of fun. I uh, had a really nice kind of sci-fi look, uh, but still felt very much as a workable vehicle. And then the two um, canopies lined up one past the other. They opened up kind of t- one into the other a little bit. And it reminded me of the big jets that we used to get that was called Laser Force from, uh, I think it was like Gay Toys. And there were these giant plastic ships that you would find at like the the Dollar General, and yeah, uh, Steve Chu brought me one of those at Celebration. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, we talked about it on on a, on a on a previous show, and he found one and brought it to me at Celebration back in May. That's awesome. Yeah, I had a ton of those uh, uh, Laser Force vehicles, so this kind of played right into those for me. You got me to take a, a, a different look at this thing, and it. I got to say, looking through it. Like the close-up images on yojo.com, it's pretty striking. It kind of reminds me of like a snowy version of the shark. Yeah, you know yeah. a little bit, it's, but it's yes, actually absolutely. pretty cool. And That's, that I was wolf to think sticker of, is really neat. I was has, trying to think of what it reminded me of, and that was it—the shark. Yeah, it has the tank treads could fold up so it could just slide, but you could also pop the tank treads down, and the two skis on the side would pop out, and they had foot pegs, so you could actually put the figure on the skis and have them just ski and battle. So if you had an ice, like another ice viper or snow viper, you could put them on there as well. Um, the torpedoes, you could tuck the legs behind the little fins and have them ride it out. And there were, I think, pegs on the back and on the side as well. So you could carry like a ton of troops on this thing. And if I like, just if I'd known about out, this toy, awesome. if I'd known about this toy back then, I would have had like three of these. I think I I think you may have converted me, Taylor. This that this is pretty serious. You need to move to the UN because if you could convert me on these, wow. <laughs> well, and the the other thing, like the the kind of like the the cherry on top for it was in the front canopy. You open it up, so each canopy had their own kind of uh, set thing. So on the front canopy was the driver that had the actual handles that were sculpted out that you could put the figure's hands on. And then it had like a little view screen. And on the back one was a radar and gun room, which had a little like targeting system sculpted down. And so it was just a, like a nice thing of like, hey, this is the pilot and this is your co-pilot that's going to defend you. 
and then the the actual the actual missile rack would fold down um and kind of lock into place well it it like folded down looked like it locked into place because you could move the missiles forward to keep it from sliding open and then when you're ready you would slide the missiles back and you could tilt the thing back and then if you if you hit it the right way you could kind of finger flick uh dump these missiles out and fire them at a long distance. The only problem with this, the only thing I don't like about this is the fact that it's a Cobra vehicle and not a Joe vehicle. Yeah. This should be a Joe vehicle. Cobra shouldn't have the better tech. This is the thing. This, this thing is cool. That's very cool. This thing is very cool. It is. I'm surprised it really it's only is. your number two. I can't wait to hear what your number one is. <laughs> um, I bet I know what his number one is. I, I, hmm. I'll have to think. Uh, my number two is uh, Outback. So, uh, you know, Dan mentioned him before. He's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, He reminds me, I said this about Rock and Roll, but this character, even more than Rock and Roll, reminds me of Ace Hunter from Megaforce because of the Mm -hmm. headband and everything that he's got on. Uh, And his accessories are really cool. He's got that big backpack and just got a really cool gun that comes with him. He would be number one if he didn't have that white T-shirt on, but I like that they went to the trouble of printing Survival on it to kind of let you know where this guy's coming from. Yes. But uh, I don't know the fact that he's called Outback and he's got this white T-shirt on makes me think he's not going to blend in as well as he might want to. But everything else about this figure is so cool that I don't even mind. I just love that ginormous backpack that he had. And, uh, you know, Taylor said he looks like a like a ginger Chuck Norris, but I think he's even cooler than that. So and and like I said, I, I'm, I'm still. I'm having a hard time not ordering that. uh six inch version of it. And I may still have to, because I do have a couple of the six inch uh, toys uh, in my collection. And this would be a nice addition to it. Of GI yeah. Joe or just in general GI Joe. I have the, uh, the, the, the Ram cycle that came with breaker and yeah. I have oh, the yeah. uh, Baroness's uh, cycle. They, oh, were gifted. Hey. they were both gifted to me. And I have Baroness cycle is really cool. It is. Uh, Pam actually yeah. claimed that one as soon as it came in. <laughs> So we're down to our number ones. So, and then we'll have to do our one that got away. So Dan, tell us your number one from this line that you loathe. So this is, it's true. <laughs> uh, the uh, lowercase L. I mean, Taylor's actually helping to convert me on a couple of concepts here. Hmm. And Jeff, the fact that you have some that I like as well, Jeff, makes me feel a little more vindicated. Okay. Or, or liber- maybe liberated, small L. So the one that's my number one, this might be um, history on Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. My number one is a figure I don't even like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but wow. But it's my number one because I just, again, I appreciate the attempt. I appreciate the idea. And it is the Cobra Commander version three with Battle uh-huh. I didn't have it. I, w- I wouldn't buy it, but I really like that they went for it. Uh, the idea of him in full armor that Destro builds for him because he, coward as he is, he wants to be in combat, but he doesn't want to get hurt. Uh, is, is about as anti-samurai as you could possibly get. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, the blaster's kind of neat, uh, even though it doesn't seem realistic. The backpack is absurd, uh, but it just seems to kind of work for what they're trying to do. And I'm sure it made a lot of kids really happy because Cobra Commander is just is a great looking figure um it's certainly better than the one that came out in 1991 so yeah i don't really like it but i gotta put it my number one because i just appreciate what they went for 
Well, and that's hmm. that's something that I always appreciate about about you, Dan. We're kind of cut from the same cloth there, and I, I can I can appreciate something without liking it. There are lots of mm-hmm. movies that I, I get why people love them. I just don't care for them. Um, yeah, he's I like the Aaron Rodgers uh, of GI Joe figures for me. I don't like right. him, but I definitely appreciate how good he is. Right. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a football player, folks. For those of you who are yes. unaware. Um, so okay, well that's 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 a reasonable well, number one. Yeah. Taylor, what about you? What is your number one? All right. So my number one and. This was one that, again, everything that I've chosen on my list has been one that I have owned. Uh, So this one was one that when I was handed the box at first, I was like, what in the world is this? It was a Christmas gift from my uncle. And I finally, when I put it together, got stickers on it. I really just fell in love with this thing. It is a figure and vehicle set. So I'll talk about the two together, but it's uh, Zanzibar and the Dreadnought Air Skiff. Oh, I was Is wrong. That... Oh, okay. Um, I love the box art. That's that's the first thing. When I when I finally like got it all together and I looked back at the box art, I I just I thought it was awesome. So I grew up in kind of the swampy areas of deep East Texas piney woods, kind of like out in the marsh and uh, pines, and so this figure always kind of spoke to me as it was, but he's a pirate and I love pirates and he has this bright kind of aqua blue air skiff, which I always dig. And he's got skull and crossbone stickers all over this air skiff. Um, a few other things that I really enjoyed that they put into this air skiff. So the figure has a pistol, a hammer and a spear, but they made it to where the air skiff, would actually house the hammer and the spear clipped into the side of the vehicle and it didn't get in the way of anything. So he could technically fly this thing or drive it and still have a pistol fire outside of everything and not have any like loss of hands. Like he, he would still be able to pilot and drive, which I thought was really cool. Um, the other thing is I, I love the fact that, and they didn't do it with all the vehicles, but they did do the back peg. So he's able to peg into the vehicle so it doesn't fall out. So he's he holds to it really well. They had that free-flowing kind of uh, fan on the back. So if you twist it, it'll create like the fan noise, and it, it looks pretty cool. And then he's got missiles and machine guns. And the parts on it are are nice. Like the... The way they designed the the part scheme as far as the colors and where you put all the decals, it's a a cool, small shelved vehicle with figure that just, it kind of like defines the dreadnoughts without overdoing it. It's not in the normal blue and like over the top reds and purples. It's a little more subtle, more aquatic, which is kind of what they need to go for so it feels more like it's something that was designed for the water moccasins but still within the dreadnought community hmm. all right i i did not see that coming well folks you'll have to come back to next week to hear our one that got away because we uh taylor's gotten hyperverbal on us and uh <laughs> we <laughs> it appears we're out of time Here's we're out of time. And uh, no, so uh, so my number one is Chuckles. Moving uh-huh. on. 
But no, everything that we've already already talked about. He has a Hawaiian shirt and he's in Civvy, so he can go anywhere. I love the character. I love the design of the character. His hair. He's got like a really weird, like a sort of a matinee, like 1950s hairstyle, Mm -hmm. which I always kind of liked. And uh, the fact that he's an undercover operative always I thought was cool. And the fact I liked that he came with that shoulder harness yeah. or holster that he that he had. Yep. I thought that was really cool. And it worked fairly well. Could have been better. But, uh, you know, we, we've already talked a lot about Chuckle, so I won't say a whole lot more. Plus the fact that it's now a Thursday morning and we started this on Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> so I will cut that off there. I had a birthday so that, and everything. Yeah, right. So uh, that we can now talk about the one that got away. Taylor, in 10 words or less. (laughs) Let's keep that in mind. But first we'll ask Dan to tell us what his one that got away is. My one that got away is one that I'm ashamed that I don't have, and it's the fridge. Not only did I love getting stuff in the mail, but I mean, again, the 85 bears, that is my jam. Um, I must have quite a jam collection. I use that phrase more on this show than I do anything else. <laughs> um, but you know, it's the fridge. It's, I thought it was like, it completely took me out of the realism of the idea of the fridge besides his first year and a half was in horrible shape. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's cool that they made it as, um, a Chicago bear was a GI Joe figure. So it should have been right up my alley. So I should have, uh, forced myself to get it. So that'll be the one that got away. Do you think if they had put him in his Chicago Bears uniform, it would have been an easier sell for you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but then I would have struggled with, the, wait, G.I. Joe doesn't have the Chicago Bears? <laughs> right. I, would, I was such a dope. I mean, I probably still am. Who are we kidding? But, yeah. Okay. So that's a good That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Uh, Taylor, what about you? What is your one that got away? Uh, the Defiant. Okay, Space moving on. Vehicle launch complex. I thought for sure, dude. I thought for sure that was going to be your number one. I that I is also. I want to put money on it. I have been that is also missing forever. That is also my one that got away, and it literally got away because I did see it once in Walmart. It is ginormous and awesome. Uh, when I was a kid, I swear when I saw this thing, it was about half my height, and I was a tall kid. I'm a tall adult. I was a tall kid. So 87, I would have been probably almost five feet tall. This thing stands like two, two and a half feet tall when it's mm-hmm. wow. When it's, when it's in that. Yeah. It's, it's huge. The thing is huge. Um, and if you see one now and Taylor, I think I saw it at the same toy store you were talking about the same vintage mm-hmm. store you were talking about. Um, the only problem with it is Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong on this one. When you see it folded up and everything, it looks really cool, but the plastic looks a little thick. So it looks a little cheap somehow. I agree with that. That's what kind of put me off from it. On on the complex part of it, it does the the shuttle. Yeah, the, the blue the, portion. Yeah, the the blue and some of the gray portion, the actual uh, crank. Some of that feels a little a little thick, but at the same time, I, I can understand why. Because I mean, this thing is heavy, and the like the 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 actual launch complex is meant to house this heavy playset. I mean, it's a playset within a playset and a vehicle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that that's it. Okay, folks. Well, we've been Dan. I want to thank you for joining us uh, tonight um, uh, on on into the morning. Uh, where can <laughs> folks find you if they want to reach out to you either via social media or if they want to listen to more of your dulcet tones on your podcast? Well, I thank you guys again for. I think it was actually kind of therapeutic to review it uh, this line through the two of you and your 
Your expertise and your personality and your friendship always uh, rings true, and our li- your listeners definitely enjoy that. So I'm really honored to be a part of your show. The uh, and if you ever want to talk about the Super Seven GI Joe line or the Power of the Four Stars figures, mm. you know where to find me. I would love to talk about those. So my, you can find me on Coffee with Kenobi twice a week, sometimes a little bit more, depending on what interviews I have going on. You can find my writings on StarWars.com, and I've written a few books uh, for Lucasfilm that are on Amazon.com as well. The Star Wars book, Star Wars Character Encyclopedia, and Star Wars I Am Your Father, plus I have a Patreon page as well, uh, the CWK Alliance. Yeah, Dan and I uh, had a, a comedy of errors at Star Wars Celebration when I was trying to get one of my books signed that he had written. Uh, I, I The one time I had the book, I didn't have my bag, which had my pens in it. So we had to go, we finally had to go to like this gift shop in the hotel and he signed it with a Marks-a-Lot marker. Yes, Man. it was awful. It was hilarious. <laughs> yes, I thought they counts. But yes, I still was no, able was to sign uh, Jeff's chest so we could get that tattoo. So that was nice. Yes. Yeah. We're working <laughs> on that. Uh, so, okay. And Taylor, if people mm-hmm. want to check out your art, where can they go? We haven't talked about that in a while. Uh, I don't even know anymore. Uh, probably just Instagram at this point. I, I haven't really posted anything to the site. So Instagram. Yeah, it's mostly I've, his YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, YouTube and, and Instagram and it's uh, Tay Ray Gun And my channel, like you just search my name and, and it'll show up. Um, yes. But I do tour reviews there. And I'm trying to get some of the cosplay tutorials every once in a while over on the YouTube channel as well. Based on some of the toy stuff that I do. So. It's a, it's a good channel. It's a good channel. Well, thank you. Uh, all right. And uh, okay, well, that will do it for this episode. So for Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dan. And remember, they're not dolls. <laughs> they're action figures. Really good action figures, exactly. With scorpion tails. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, yeah, for some you can hear my dog sneezing in the background, so I'll say good morning, good folks. Morning. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media?